guys, welcome to Advanced Lessons in Millennial Money, featuring Robert Kiyosaki. I'm Alexandra Gonzalez, the resident millennial here at Rich Dad, social media manager, and lover of avocado toast. In this episode, I get a chance to speak with Robert Kiyosaki and his attorney, Garrett Sutton. Garrett is a corporate attorney, asset protection expert, and best-selling author who has sold more than 900,000 books that guide entrepreneurs and investors. We talk about what Robert refers to as asset protection, which is how to protect your investment. Robert speaks about how the true path to wealth is found through the right side of the cash flow quadrant, the B&I side. Whether you're an entrepreneur or investor, protecting your asset is key. Listen in as Garrett explains why you want to structure your business for asset protection. So in some areas, uh, people are extremely litigi litigious. In, in the United States, we are a very litigious society. They sue all the time. All the time. They did a survey in the state of Louisiana. They asked the people, how are you going to get rich? The first way to get rich was winning the lottery, right? The second way to get rich was the litigation lottery, to sue someone. That's, that's so, why you see on TV all these guys, in, you know, in a wreck, get a check. You know, sue the guy that hits you. Right? That's and if you don't have your assets protected, they can not only go after your insurance, but they can go after your personal assets, the equity in your house, your business, your real estate, if you hold it in your individual name. So the why is we live in a very litigious society. The solution is to set up these entities right at the start, right as you get going with that first investment, with your first business. Before. Before, we need to set up these entities so that you're protected right from the start. So I'll just say it again, poor and middle-class people, like my poor dad, oh, my house is in my name. What's wrong with that? If your dad was sued, they could reach the equity in the house, all right? And so there are certain asset protection techniques that we use. Every state's a little different, but we want to protect the equity in your house. We want to protect the equity in your rental real estate. And so we have to take steps. Or, but, or your stock portfolio. Exactly right. If you have a brokerage account, you can use an LLC to hold that account and be much better protected uh, if there's a lawsuit. Next, we examine the different types of entities and which one provides you with the best protection. Let's watch. So would you mind giving us some of the entities you use? Sure. We have the good, the bad, and the ugly. And on the uh, bad entities would be a sole proprietorship. And that's where you do business in your individual name, right? There's absolutely no protection here. Your, all of your assets are exposed to a claim. A lot of people have those. By default, you get into business, and if you don't form a corporation, you're a sole proprietor, and all of your assets are exposed. We also have the ugly entities. These are the ones we really don't want to get involved with, and that would be the general partnership. And this is liability times two. And I just went down the line there. General partnership, if you shake hands with someone to get into a business, you have become their partner. They can obligate the business, and you're personally responsible for what they obligated the business Let me for. give you an example. Yeah. There was a company, a lumber company here in Phoenix, and there was two people got together, and they shook hands, and they formed as a general partnership. Right. One partner's daughter ran over somebody. And because, what happened then? The other partner was personally responsible for, for that accident. For the other partner's kid. Right. 
So that's the ugly way to do business, and it can happen with a handshake. It's called innocent formation. You shake hands with someone, you get into business, you're personally responsible, not only for your own mistakes, but your partner's mistakes. So you'll never do business as a general partnership. Then we have the good entities. And the government gives us good ways to do business, good ways to protect ourselves. And these are LLCs, LPs, and corporations. These are the good ones. LLC stands for Limited Liability Company. Limited Partners, LP stands for Limited Partnership. And then we have corporations. These are the ways you're going to it's move a C forward. Corporation, a C corp. We have different taxation. You have a C corp, which is double taxed. We have the S corp, which is a flow through tax. There's only one tax. You're going to work with your CPA on what is best for you. Robert always preaches the importance of a team. In fact, he's written a book on it called More Important Than Money. The focus is if your team is strong, that's what will allow you to succeed. Here's what Robert had to say about his team. When I get together with Tom Wheelwright, they have to get together with Garrett. So if, if the attorney is forming it by himself, it doesn't work. And if the accountant forms it by itself, it doesn't work. Am I correct on that? You're correct. In fact, the joke I uh, tell with Tom is CPA stands for cannot protect assets. So you have to work with your attorney on the protecting of the assets and your CPA on the best way to be taxed. I think that's really important. Um, Robert has always incentivized his not only accountant but lawyer to always stay in communication because there's going to be different benefits for the C corporation and the S corporation like you previously not mentioned. benefits, it's different reasons, reasons. to form them. And most people ask advice from their brother-in-law who's not an accountant or an attorney. And then they wonder why they're in trouble all the time. Right. And you need to get someone on your team who is willing to work with you, who's willing to talk to you. And you want that person, that attorney, for example, to be able to talk to the CPA. Too many times people will say, an, an attorney says, well, that's a CPA question. And you go back to the CPA and they say, that's an attorney question. And you're paying ping pong for six months. Get all everybody in the room together talking and you can solve it in half an hour. I've read a lot of Robert's books. I've even attended many of his seminars. One question that I know a lot of our viewers and subscribers wanted to know was, can you use debt for asset protection? Let's see what Garrett had to say. If you have a, a piece of rental property and you've, it's worth $300,000 and you've borrowed $250,000, that the bank has first dibs on the 250,000. So if you're sued, the, the tenant suing, for example, would only get the 50,000. So debt is a form of asset protection. Um, you still want to use these LLCs to protect the 30,000 in equity, uh, but you can use debt and Robert advocates using debt anyway. Next, Kim joined the group so she and Robert could discuss how they use asset protection to guarantee their success. See what Robert and Kim had to say about having Garrett on their team. So Kim, what would happen if we hadn't had Garrett on our team? Well, I, I remember attending a, actually a, an evening seminar and the gentleman said that the, the poor and middle class own everything and control nothing, but the rich own nothing but control everything. And he went on to explain some mm -hmm. of the entities and how you properly hold assets and businesses. And at that time, we had everything in our name. 
and we didn't have a whole lot at that time, but we had enough. We had real estate and we had businesses and it was all in our name. And I'm, I remember panicking, going, oh my God, somebody's gonna sue me today and we're gonna lose everything. So thank God we found Garrett and who helped us really set it up properly so right. that when problems did arise, we were protected. If you're wondering, is it too late to protect my assets? Garrett answers that question next. Let's watch. If you haven't moved the assets, your business, your real estate into LLCs or corporations, once you've been sued, it's too late. Yes. You can't move assets into protective entities once you've been sued, which yes. means you have to do this right now. Yeah, it's like you have a car, but you don't have car insurance. Right. So you get in a wreck. Well, you can't buy insurance after you're in a wreck. And the same as you have a house, you can't buy insurance after the house burns down. So the reason it's very important for advanced millennial money is to know what you have to do before you get rich. And right. That's a good point. It is, it's insurance for your business, for all of your, all of your assets. I explain to clients that this is just another form of insurance, mm -hmm. right. right? You're setting up an entity, you're gonna to have to pay an annual fee to the state, but it's a form of insurance. And to wrap up our discussion, Robert, Kim, and Garrett discuss why being a sole proprietor is not an entity for asset protection. So what does sole stand for? Well, in the business world, if you're a sole proprietor, that means you're out on your own, you have no other partners, it's just you, and it's a way to do business. And everything's in your name. Everything too. is in your name, you're operating in your name. And so as a sole proprietor, let's say you're a plumber, you go out to a job, something goes wrong, there's damage at the house, the person suing you can reach not only all your plumbing equipment, the, the truck and the tools, but they can get all of your personal assets as well. They can so take your house. They can take car. the equity in your house, your car, your Because uh, it's all in your it's all in individual your name. name. So you, you, the plumber, had a claim against you, they can get whatever you own in your name. So like Robert says, the rich don't want to own things in their personal name. They want to use these entities. So soul is a way to explain what happens if you don't use an entity. Someday, you'll lose everything. So Kim, if we hadn't followed Garrett's advice when we had nothing, would we have lost everything? We would have lost pretty much everything. We had, right. yes. We had a situation that happened and thank God that Garrett had protected our assets the way you had and because of that, we are fine. Well, and Robert, you're a great teacher, but you're also a good student. You listen to people who give you advice well, we on how to protect yourself. We listen to smart people who know what they're doing right. and practice this right. every single day. You do this every single That's day, Garrett. That's all I do. Yep. And that's it for this episode of Advanced Lessons in Millennial Money. We'll see you next time. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Robert, I'm Alexandra. <laughs> there. The resident social media manager and lover of avocado toast. What? And his attorney, Garrett Sart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. 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 okay.